welcome to Kingdom Concepts, another episode of, uh, uh, this time we're discussing staying the course. If you have not um, seen our last videos, please make sure to go back. You can either catch us on podcast, YouTube, um, Facebook, you can catch us a lot of places, but thank you for coming right now. Uh, we are, like I said, we're discussing staying the course, and um, so important to stay the course that God has laid before us. Yeah, and what I've learned is that it's not enough to stay the course. You got to make sure that you're on, on the right the, course. On the right course. Before you can stay in it. And, you know, there's so many things that, that you think of when it comes to, you know, staying the course. You know, there's a lot of uh, directions that you can take your life in, but you want to point your life in the direction that's going to get the most results. The, mm -hmm. Your life in a direction that's going to give God the greatest glory. And there's a lot of things that, that happen in life. The storms of life come, you know, and there's people, you know, that will come and there's things that will come that will try to get you off the path that God has for you. And so it's vital that, uh, you know, we discuss this today. It's vital because, you know, there's some people that have maybe gotten off course that are watching us today and they don't know how to get back on course. Or you have some folks that they just feel like they're just, you know, uh, in a, the ocean of the world, you know, floating, you know, in a boat with no oars, you know, and they don't know what to do with their life, where to take their life. And it's vital that we know what is the right way to go. And once we establish the right way to go, once we figure out, okay, this is the course God has for me, you know, he wants us to get to, to we're at point A and he wants us to get to point D. Once he gives us the course to get there, it's so important not to try to take a shortcut. Uh, it's so important yeah. not to try to make your own way or try to get get to that place uh, uh, quicker or easier or um, to get to their cutting steps to get there. You know, yeah, because when because anything that you sacrifice to get to the top quicker, you'll pay for yes. when you get there. Yes. And sometimes that shortcut, you don't see the hazards that are there. And God's telling you, go this way take this course and you don't understand the reason he told you this to go this way. It may seem a little bit longer, but this shortcut you're thinking about, there's a lot of hazards there. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of a story. Do you remember this story? It's one of my favorite Which story? stories. We have a lot okay. of stories. Okay. One of my favorite stories. I remember one time we were going to my mother's house. Oh gosh. I know this yes. story. Well, it's a good one story. So, um, you're going to learn some things. So we're going to my mother's house and where we lived, it was a four hour drive. It's like Gilligan's three-hour to tour, house, but it's yeah. a four-hour tour. You know, that's it, just four hours. And that's with bathroom breaks, with three kids, four hours. So you, my wonderful husband, decided that you saw on the map this shortcut. Yeah, it, it just, it was over the hill and, and through the woods. Yes, and yes. It, and it just was short on the map. It was, it was, it was, it was short. Shorter. It, was it was shorter. And I kept telling you, let's just go the way that we normally go. Let's go the way that we know how to go. And on the way back, when we're not on a time crunch, because it was Thanksgiving, and all my family was waiting for me. Okay. Seemed I, right. I, it seemed right. But so we are on the way. We're getting there. We, we're gassing up. And I told you, please, let's just not go that way. So we're getting gas. And you said, you know, it really looks closer. And I did notice that you went and got gas on the other side of town, closer to the route. And so... I said, you know what? Let's go ahead. We'll try it. You said it's closer. So we're going on this route. And I think like about a quarter into it, what did you, what did we discover? That that course was what? Well, we discovered that 
the road was, it, it didn't look long on the map because the, the road was going up. <laughs> to <laughs> the mountain. a lot more turns than what I had anticipated. On a two-lane highway. Yeah. Going up, highway. going up. And then it would go down, and then it would go up around the mountains yeah. to get to where we're going. Well, anyways, after the second kid threw up in the back seat, yeah, I remember <laughs> you turn around and you looked at me and you go, I'm so sorry. And I said, it's okay. And then the third kid was just about to throw up. And I turned around and I said, you better not throw up. <laughs> we pulled over on the side of the road. We cleaned up our kids, got them better. And then, you know, we got there. But it was a lesson learned. We never took that road again. Well, what the map didn't show me was that it was an old, uh, uh -huh. it was an old wagon road. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that the pioneers used to use? When they didn't have oh, maps. Oh, <laughs> my God. And, and man, what, how many hours was it before we got to your mom? Eight hours. Eight hours. Eight hours later. Yes. Yeah, I never did that again. No. Um, but it seemed right. Yes, at the time it did. You know, and, uh, in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, and then also in chapter 16, verse 25, it tells us something about, you know, ways that seem right. You want to read that? Yes. Proverbs 14, 12 in the King James, it says, There's a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Ooh. Yeah, a way that seems right. Mm -hmm. You know, if there's a way that seems right, that means there's a way that is right. Mm -hmm. You know, and, uh, and so it's important, amen, for us to be on the right mm -hmm. course. Because the right course, it's not just going to seem right, it's going to be right. Mm -hmm. And the Bible tells us that the footsteps of the righteous at the order of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And God will never lead you wrong. He is a reliable guide. He, he'll never lead you to a wrong place. He's never failed at leading us properly. Yes. And I think that when it comes to us staying on course, again, you have to avoid the distractions. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's not just bad things. Sometimes good things can distract yes. you. Yes. You know, and uh, it's, it's avoiding those things so that you can fulfill, you know, the purpose for being on that course. Well, I think a lot of times God sets a course for us. He sets a, a plan and a goal. We've done our vision boards. We've done, we've set everything out. We have this plan. But there's there's a road that we have to go on this plan when, when we may, uh, you know, and I'll just share this. Last year, uh, my goal was to read a book a month, at least a book a month. We That is not a big feat for me. No, it really it's, isn't. it's not. Uh, when I go on vacation, I'll take five books with me because I can... Uh, read five books in five days. I just, it's a fun for me. I, I'm excited about it, the, either the material or it's just a fun book. Yeah. But last year I had set myself, okay, I, I, I'll read one book a month and a fun book. Well, a couple of days ago when we have this thing where we were talking about everybody, the books that they read, I was so embarrassed when I realized, oh my God, I did not stay my course in that area. I didn't. My daughter's over here saying, oh, they, she read 12 books. This other one's, oh, I read 18 books and this many leadership books. And my one daughter's like, I read 30 books. And uh, that doesn't count short stories. I was like, I'm so ashamed right now. I read four books last year. And it was the required books that you gave us to read. <laughs> you know, and that is not me. There was a goal I had, and I didn't stay the course in that. You know, so what am I going to do? I'm going to adjust it. I'm not going to stay down. I'm not going to say, you know what? I just messed up. No, there was a course I had. I'm going to get back on track. I'm going to get back on track. I'm going to do what I need to do and set my proper goals so that I can stay the course God has given me in this direction. Yeah. And, and when we go off, it's okay. Get back on. Get back on. Adjust it. Fix it. Get back on. Yeah. And, and I think 
because what we don't realize sometimes is that it might be just you might just get off just a little bit right where you're at. Yes. But if you keep going in that direction, by the time you get further down the road, you're going to wind up somewhere that is so far away from where God intended for your life to be. I yeah. mean, you think about it in the natural. If you were taking an airplane to fly from California to New York City and you were off by just a few degrees on that compass that takes you there, you can wind up, you know, in Canada somewhere. Yeah. You know, because yes, right. you know, the further you go, the farther you get away. And so what I've learned is that you have to keep in front of you what it is, what's at the end of the course. Mm -hmm. What is the thing that you are that you're reaching for? Because what you give attention to, you give power to. And that's why it's so important that we got to be aware of distractions because they will try to pull your attention away. And if you start focusing on things that have nothing to do with the plan that God has for your life, you can be consumed with things that that's all you think about mm -hmm. now and your purpose has been abandoned. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to focus on what God has you here to do for him. And keep it simple. Focus on what he wants you to do today. Mm -hmm. Where do you want to be at the end of the day? And then reverse engineer it and walk your way from where you intend to be mm -hmm. to where you're at. Yeah, and also putting the reward in front of you. You know, if you put the reward in front of you and you, you're seeing it constantly and you're seeing a vision in front of you that uh, if you if you follow this course, this is what you're going to receive. If you stay on this track, you stay on this course, this is the reward for it. For me, that helps a lot to put yeah. something in front of me that is a reward. I remember um, for a few years, I wanted this certain purse. And I remember I stuck it up and I knew that if I did this certain thing that I required of myself, I would get this purse. And, you know, it took me two years. But you know what? I ended up, I had it in front of me and I constantly uh, um, aspired to get that. And it was a very simple thing, you know, yeah. for somebody else, it's not a big deal, but it, it was a simple thing. But how much more if we did that with godly things? You know, we did that with the the plan that God has for us, the the book that he wants us to write, the, um, you know, the message he wants us to preach or whatever it may be. Yeah, it changes and things. Yeah, you, you, you have to establish some marks because when it comes to goals, there are certain laws and certain principles that have to be there when it comes to any course that you're taking. Goals need to be realistic. Yeah. Some people, you know, they're, you know, they have goals that are just so far beyond them. It's like, you know, you got to set realistic goals and goals need to be measurable. You need to know how close you are to getting to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. You know, and I mean, so there's things like that. You know, the Apostle Paul in the book of Philippians, chapter three, verse 14, and many people know this. He said, I press towards the mark. He said, for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. He said, there's something that I'm pressing towards. There's something that I'm moving towards. And what I always think of when I read this scripture was I think of a bowling alley. Mm -hmm. You know, you go to a bowling alley and the, the goal and the prize is for you to hit those pins. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're wanting to get a strike. You're wanting to do what you can to knock down all those pins. But a professional bowler, they're not throwing the ball at the pins. What they're throwing the ball at is on the, on the floor of that, of that bowling alley. If they hit the mark, you'll hit the pins. If you hit the mark, you'll hit the prize. And so it's vital right here that we realize that, you know, you have to set things that you want to achieve. Yes. I, I remember that this scripture, and I don't know if you remember this, but when we first got saved, that scripture was the first memory verse that our Sunday school teacher, our first Sunday school teacher oh, gave yeah. us. Yeah, our discipleship class. Yes. That was the first scripture that she had us memorize. And I remember thinking that 
it, what, a, what a timely scripture for us. But I remember also that um, it was so difficult for me to memorize that one scripture, but it because it, it wasn't a habit for me. It wasn't something that I practiced doing is, you know, yeah. memorizing scriptures. But the minute that I, I, I was like, oh, I, if I just do this and then I'll, I'll get that. But what a timely, timely scripture at that time to where, uh, you know, God just put that in us to where if we if we memorize that and have that in our spirit about, you know, just staying the course through through Christ and following him, that we'd always be on the right course. We'd always stay yeah. on the right course, you know. Well, we we knew what a life without Christ. Oh, was. yes. Oof. We knew that we were going nowhere and accomplishing nothing but yeah. hurt and pain. And I think for myself, when we got saved, you know, I, I wanted to be a strong Christian. I didn't want to be religious. I didn't want to be someone that knew about God but didn't know God. I didn't want to be someone that just attended church. I didn't want to be someone that just had a form of something godly, but there was no power or passion. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be someone that was consumed. Yes. And, uh, and I was like, God, I would do whatever it takes, Lord. Just I didn't want to fall from him. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to fall away. I wanted to be a strong Christian. And what I learned was that the more I focused on the Lord, where you focus the longest is where you will become the strongest. Oh, that's good. And, and I focused on his house. I focused on his presence. And, and, and that was the goal that I had was to know him more. And so we got involved in things. We went to new conference class. Mm -hmm. We went to fellowships. You know, you know, we started serving in the church. You know, anything that would cause us to be in the presence of God. That, everything I did was focused on me wanting to be in his presence and me wanting to bring him glory. Mm -hmm. And I think it really helped us, too, that we made sure that we stayed close to people that wanted the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. We stayed, people, we stayed close to people that, that were on the right course. We stayed close to people and, and allowed those people not only to, uh, to speak into our lives, but to mentor us, to show us, hey, how did you do, it, do this? I remember for years when you first got saved, you would go to the little widow's houses to do their lawn. Yeah. And, and it, it would take you hours to go over there. Why? Because you do the lawn and then you'd go talk to them. And, and they, these widows would talk to you. They would just share with you. And we, we stayed close to those kinds of people. And yeah. we still do to this day. We, we want to stay close to people that are going somewhere. Yeah. And, and maybe the, the goal and the vision that God set before them is a different ministry. But they're, all those things that there's tools that they're using, the things that they're reading and, and the people that they're around, I, I want to know what you're doing. I want to stay close to those types of people because their momentum, the momentum they have, it, it, it pushes me. And you know what? Likewise, the, the momentum we have, the things that we're doing pushes other people. So staying close to people that are on the right course is so important. Yeah, and, and people that are strong in it. Yes. You know, I always say if you want big fleas, you got to hang out with big yes. dogs. Uh-huh. And, and you want to be around people that are strong in their commitment, you know, because you're going to become like the people that you keep company mm -hmm. with. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I always made sure that I was with people that had history with God. I love going and hanging out with those widows. Yeah. Um, you know, I love being with Sister Hamby and Sister Jewel, you know, and I wanted to know what did these ladies do to where they got born again when they were like four years old, six years old. And stayed and, born again. And stayed saved. You know, 75 years old, 80 years old, and here they are still serving God, still as, as passionate about their love for God at the end than they, as it was at the beginning, mm -hmm. how it had grown. And I was like, God, what did they do? Because if I do what they do, I can have what they have. 
and being around those strong-minded, strong, committed believers that were on course with their lives and ministry, I knew that, that it's creating a draft. And that draft's going to help take me to where God wants me to go. Mm -hmm. You know, we weren't following people that were going in a different direction. No. You know, people that were wanting to leave the church. We didn't hang out with people that wanted to leave. We were hanging out with people that wanted mm -hmm. to stay. We didn't hang out with people that talked bad. We hang out with people that were trying to talk good. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, because we knew that with what we were working on, that if we were going to be there to, to, at the, to finish strong, that we were going to have to remove the distractions, mm -hmm. the distractions we created for ourselves as well as the distractions that, you know, others can create for you. And, and I, I find it so easy to be distracted when you're around people that are distracted. Yeah. You know, it, it's so easy for you to, to just go that way because it's easier. And it, it, uh, for me, I don't know, you know, for both of us, actually, it was just like, nope, we're not going to hang out with people that are not going where we're going. Yeah. And not that we were better than people, not that we uh, uh, thought lowly of them or anything like that. It was, no, this is where we're going. We want to take you with us. Yeah. And and we did everything that we could to take people with us. But um, we need to be consumed with God. You know, we just have to be consumed with God. Yeah, I, I think that what happens is sometimes you got people that are like Lot's wife that, you know, God's leading her out of what's been hurting her and her family, and and He's leading them into a place of safety. Mm -hmm. he, he set the right course, and you know she had she kept looking back to see what she was leaving, and again, you know it it, it robbed her of what God wanted to do, you know. And we know nothing about her other than her she's Lot's wife. Don't know her name or nothing, you know, because her course was never completed. But there's other people. That you see, they became consumed with God. You know, people like Joshua and Caleb, people like Daniel, people like King David. I mean, people that were so consumed with God that those those are the stories that we teach in mm -hmm. to our children. Those are the stories that have built our yeah. faith. And, and so, some of them made mistakes, but what did they do? They got back on course. Yeah, that's and you right. know, I don't know where you are right now in your life. I don't know if you're so far off the course, you forgot what the goal was. Yeah. I don't know if you're you know, just teetering off the course and you're on that shortcut right now, wherever you may be, you know what? Get back on track. Yeah. Get back to the place to where God has wants for you. Get back to that place to where you're surrounding yourself with people that are going to help you get there. Find a good church. Find a good mentor. Find somebody that's going to help you. That's not going to be upset when you're doing the, you know, things that need to be done. Find the, find somebody that, that will encourage you, will love you and will uh, take you where you need to be. And we want to see you succeed. Amen. God loves you. And we love you. And we look forward to seeing you guys again on another episode of Kingdom Concept. Amen.